All right, it's time. Scott Braun and Eric Kratz from Foul Territory join us to talk Angels baseball. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, we're glad you're here. Make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought, brought to you by Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your experience is the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. Thank you for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Mike, I'm so excited for today's episode because after everything that happened this week, talking about Tim Anderson and Zach Neto, Scott Braun, and Eric Kratz from Foul Territory are here to have a good old-fashioned discussion with us, a little brouhaha. No, it actually was a great <laughs> conversation, and we're so fortunate to have those guys on with us let's get to that conversation right now all right we're here it's time for the showdown we've got mr scott braun of foul territory and major league catcher eric kratz here with us and uh fellas it's great to have you here thank you for joining us i think it's a conversation that all of uh our listeners and viewers will appreciate and uh it's it's great to have you both here scott eric thanks for being here no doubt Absolutely. And you guys do a great job, by the way, of listening, especially in the past couple of weeks. So happy to be here. And we call this on our show therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Let's we, all talk it out, right? Yeah. We've yeah, had a few exactly. therapy sessions, especially last season when we lost 14 in a row. It became a, a therapy session. The for last us. decade, I've been doing that. Yes. I, I was working at the league, and now I don't, so I can go off a little. Yeah, there you go. So, Scott, listen. You got to set the stage for us. How did we get here? I know that you had Cody Decker on foul territory and you talked about the angels and his response in what the angels need to do caused angel Twitter to freak out. And by the way, they always freak out. And so but they, <laughs> they came at you guys. And so if you would just kind of set the scene, like what happened? How did we get here? So what happened was just a normal day on our show where People come on. We have multiple players per day on foul territory. And then we'll bring on a guest, former player, writer. Ken Rosenthal's on our show multiple times a week. And we just say whatever the he heck is on our minds. See, I'm already going to have to watch myself with how I thought. But <laughs> well I'm going to keep it PG. So when Cody came on, I mean, this is a guy who's from the area and he's airing it out. So Angel fans in my mind, or I'm not going to generalize there, certain Angel fans on Twitter, because I got plenty of other notes saying, the, the D word that everyone was so upset about, delirious, <laughs> that they're attacking someone who has suffered together with them because he was talking about the shortstop position because he said that and then went into the pitching. Tim Anderson, if you're making a deal with the White Sox that involves, let's say, Giolito and Kendall Graveman and the White Sox are trying to shed salaries, you wouldn't take Tim Anderson on your team. Mm. And I was saying, especially the next day, like, cool, you can put him at second. You can bounce jury around. Like, there are things that you can do. Is it your top priority? Should he have said, that's the first thing I do? Maybe not. But I'm like, why are you attacking him? Hmm. He's, he's mostly going on there to dunk on ownership and say, enough already. We've suffered for 10 years. If we're getting to the trade deadline and 
we're relevant in the playoffs, which is what we talk about all the time, then they need to go nuts because this is your final audition for Shohei Otani. Right. And the rest of the world that we bring on says he's gone. So you might as well go all out here and show him that you have a legitimate franchise. So for me, over the past 10 years, I'd be super, super upset as an Angels fan. They're like, we are. We do dunk on Artie. I'm like, so then why can't we do it too? Why can't we dunk on mm. ownership in the way this team has been run? Sam Blum has come on our show. He was doing a show too critical. They kick him off of that show. Right, 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 say, right. Hey, uh, we're not doing that either. The medical staff sometimes has been questioned. I know all about those stories. And here, let me take you back for a moment. So in 2017, and this is back when I still worked for the league, so I had to be more careful, and now I can say whatever the heck I want. Remember, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to a very legitimate source about Artie and problems there, and he told me, Artie goes, I am not into starting pitching because they only pitch every fifth day. Mm -hmm. I, I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> okay, mostly privately. I was like, an owner that is a helicopter owner who is more controlling than any owner in baseball in terms of transactions, who will, who will give a game plan to a general manager and, quote, let them run, but then really won't and will meet with an agent and say, hey, just kidding, I signed Anthony Rendon. Like, that's not okay. Right. That's not okay for them, right? So right. in 2017, for example, I was on my SiriusXM show and Sirius would quote, sometimes what I said, and I go, I'm missing where the Angels have any chance of making the postseason. And this was the part that they went nuts on. And this was February before the season started. Mm. They are wasting Mike Trout's prime years. They lost it. And <laughs> when I say they, again, I'm not talking about all Angels fans. I'm right. talking about certain fans on Twitter that were defending them. We have a bright future. Uh, Victor Rojas retweeted it and quote tweeted, hot take it's all still there too so it's pretty, <laughs> pretty easy to find i just searched the names and he goes quote hot, uh, hashtag hot take and then kept dunking and was like let's get Artie's army in there together and this guy's not staying up and watching our games kratzy what time do i stay up until every night because you see my text i got a 4 57 a.m text so <laughs> even when the even when the west coast games used to last still one my guy is I mean, he is easy primed for those one o'clock, one o'clock wow. finishes. I've watched wow. so many Angels games over the years because I, like many other baseball fans, absolutely adore Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Yeah, and I am just so upset for the game of baseball because you have to keep in mind we're covering all thirty teams in my past mm -hmm. job at MLB and here that we don't get to see those players in the postseason. Yeah, so I'm trying to commiserate with Angels fans, <laughs> and instead, like they're all gathering to to dunk on Cody Decker for talking about the shortstop position. Like, we get it. Neto's, Neto's been great so far. Yeah. Smooth glove, bat. We saw the power. Like, I got a thousand DM mentions. Oh, and, and bro, whatever. you you, you made... Apple Homer. I'm all about that. I want them to succeed. But, <laughs> yeah. But my point was, I'm like, why are you freaking out about a guy just saying that he likes Tim Anderson? Like, relax. Yeah. And also, he's been a very good ball player, a 300 hitter with, with solid defense and, like, a spark plug for a team good contact guy for years. Like, you would Drury so much better. Boom, screenshot of Drury. I'm like, relax, okay? Relax <laughs> and direct your anger in the right direction because this yeah. is somebody who's trying to do that. So instead of playing so much Zach Neto defense, you should join in with someone and say, yeah, you're right. We deserve better. And sure, if I was Jim and I could get a guy like that to add on to my team and make them better, great. Because we know right now on paper, this is not the best team in baseball. Right. Right. The, I had a laugh. Sorry, um, I went off for a while, but 
How'd I do? That was good. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I had a laugh because Wednesday night, because of Neto's big game, uh, I don't know if it's just because uh, Twitter is appealing to me, but Tim Anderson was trending. <laughs> so I had a good laugh about it because it wasn't about Tim Anderson himself. It was that's not Tim Anderson when Zach Neto hit a home run and yeah. almost, you know, almost yeah. hit for the side, like all the tweets were Tim Anderson, Tim Anderson. So I, I'm uh, Scott, I'm afraid that's going to follow you for the rest of your life. I'm down. <laughs> and it's, and, and I'm it's down. not even you that said it. It was Cody. I, I, didn't say it, but I was like, I'm defending another guy who Cody is super nice. He's paying attention. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Played in the bigs. He's also jacked as hell. So if you <laughs> some of the things people say to him with the personal attacks, I'm like, eh, it'd be That's whatever. Dumb. I mean, That's dumb. Okay. Yeah. Same thing with me. I, I have too much hair, too much hairspray, and my shirts are too tight. So woo, <laughs> but being roasted, you really got me. So <laughs> I was just defending Cody. I'm like, you, you guys need to direct your anger in the right direction. Yeah. So I don't regret any of it. Yeah. The interesting thing is, is that when Zach Neto now, if he has like spaghetti for dinner, you're going to get tweets about it, right? Like people are going to go, look at him eat this spaghetti. It's so awesome. So two we're thoughts. probably going to bring him on. I mean, we yeah, have, we have that would be great on per day. Like we're going to bring on the entire league. The, the, the real thing too, is I'm the only non-player and the guys let me know about it every single day. I'm not generally going on there to be like mad dog Russo. I hate baseball. Like, no, I love baseball. I watch it to death and we're really proud of what we're doing too by like, having open conversations with players. Like we've been really big with the Oakland A's fans on the coverage of what's going on there because yes. obviously the league is not going to cover it. The yeah. network team aren't going to go cover it. We're bringing on former A's players that are telling us about group chats and being upset about the way that they're treating fans because they were a part of that organization. So, I mean, it's AJ Pruszynski, Todd Frazier, Adam Jones, Lorenzo Cain, Brock Holt, this dude, Jason Kipnis. So, I'm loving it, and we're we're here for the therapy session. Yeah. So it's, it was funny to me, like if we do that with with Mets fans or Yankee fans or Phillies fans, we've gotten like hell yeah, we love that you're telling it like it is. Because guess what? If I went to like an Angels broadcaster right now and Gooby, I love. I don't know some of the other guys, radio, TV, whatever. And I said, like brought him on my show. Hey, what do you think about Artie Moreno and ownership and the way this team's been handled for the past ten years? I know I've been in their seat before. They can't say anything. Right. They're going to sugarcoat it. We're right. not doing that. Enough of that. Other yeah. sports don't do that. Why yeah. is baseball so weird? Because it's being controlled by certain teams. Most of them don't care. But but tell me, what would be the answer of a team employee if we asked that? They'd be like, it, you know, they just had a rough go of 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 their draft picks and some. Artie wants to win. And, we we hear that all the time. Artie really uh, wants to win. Then show uh, us. We said yeah. that all off season. Yeah. Of then that. show us. You yeah. know what's interesting about what you said, Scott? You you said one thing. I'm gonna I'll share two things. One thing that you said as you were talking about Artie in 2017 and his comment about starting pitching. It, the, the funny thing is, is that he doesn't care about starting pitching, but he's never actually done anything or at least allowed GMs to do anything with the bullpen. So the the irony there is he hasn't done anything right and so that's what makes him so frustrating as an owner and as angel fans he he just frustrates us and then the second thing and i think what you bumped into on twitter was the trauma that angel fans have gone through and you just became the 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 focus of that trauma because we have seen the national media not acknowledge some good things about the angels now granted for 10 years why pay attention to the angels, right? <laughs> Why would anybody want to pay attention to the angels? And so what you received 
was this idea of like, hey, you don't even know about this guy, even though you do. But the assumption was you don't know about this guy because the narrative earlier this year was the Angels have no pitching. And then at the same time, the WBC is happening and people are like, hey, who's this Patrick Sandoval guy? He's fantastic. What team is he on? <laughs> and Angel fans were like, he's on our team, right? <laughs> and so you got all of that trauma because it has the sense has been from Angel fans, and John and I are included in that, that those on the national stage just don't know what's happening exactly in Anaheim. And and I get it. I get why they're not paying attention to it. The thing that really can be, that I guess we could say is frustrating, but then also why people came at Cody specifically was this team actually is worth paying attention to. And so when somebody it sounds like, in their opinion, they're not paying attention to it. They're they're like, wait a second, we want everybody in the world to know about that. And so you received all of our trauma, and it's just the the announcement of how we all need therapy. Yeah. <laughs> and Kratzy, what did I say to? I texted him pretty soon after because I've seen this before. I go to fans that are going after another fan who doesn't like how the team has been run for ten years. I go, who hurt you? But I know the answer. Artie, <laughs> yes, you know, Artie Moreno. Say that, okay? That's yeah. the difference. And so are fans. I get it. But most broadcasters and, and even many writers can't. So appreciate, and I've asked too some of the writers over the last few days, I'm like, are, are some of Angel's fans on Twitter always like this? And some of the answers were like, yeah, they don't feel like people like you should be allowed to also dunk on, on the team because maybe you're, you're not just locked in on them like you guys yeah. every single day, but I'm watching plenty of them. Yeah, on our show, we're not going to break down Luis Renquifo's swing or talk right. about <laughs> how, how annoying and a roller coaster Aaron Loop is, you know, or or even Bachman, the call up, right? Or but but we do cover the big picture. We're covering 30 teams. So we're all over because I think the Angels are one of the most fascinating stories over the past decade because they have two generational players that until I die, I will be talking about amongst friends, kids, whatever it is. And what happened over the past 10 years is not okay. So yeah, I'm right. allowed to air it out just like everyone else, just because I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm just a fan of the game. Just because I'm not an Angels fan and I don't watch every inning, I watch maybe half of every game, you know, through either late night because I have to flip through multiple games. I'm allowed to talk about them too. Don't be like closing out other baseball fans. It's just weird. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is a clothing company that's all about your comfort. John and I recently received two pairs of shorts from Bird Dogs, and these shorts are some of the most comfortable shorts in the entire world, right, Johnny? They're that's so, right. so comfortable. We look good, and we feel good, and we know that you will look good and feel good wearing Bird Dogs. The fabric is stretchy, so it fits you instead of you trying to make it fit. And Bird Dogs gives you the freedom to wear a pair of shorts or pants on the golf course to a meeting on a date, or hanging out with friends. They're casual and comfy, and we want you to be casual and comfy. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB. Use our promo code LockedOnMLB, and when you do, our friends at Bird Dogs will throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB. Use our promo code LockedOnMLB for that tumbler. Look good, feel good. Get yourself a pair of pants and shorts from Bird Dogs today.
Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Locked On Everydayers, don't forget that on Monday we're going to recap the entire Marlins series. It starts tonight, 6.38 Pacific time. They brought up Sam Bachman, Mike, so there's going to be some worthwhile baseball viewing this weekend to see how he does out of the bullpen. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Now let's get back to our conversation with Scott Braun and Eric Kratz of Foul Territory. Part of what Cody said is something that I think all Angel fans would agree with. At least Mike and I feel this way, that no matter where the Angels are sitting you know, at, at the trade deadline and whatnot, a lot of people are saying, well, they got to trade Otani. They got to get some prospects. Mike and I have felt for a long time they got to put all their chips in and go for it. So I want to open this up to you guys, Eric. Maybe we can start with you. Like, do you agree with Cody on going all in? And what does all in look like? Or do you feel like the Angels should do something with Shohei Otani? I mean, I can, I can go on both camps. But I think mm-hmm. all in looks like shoring up the positions like, Basically, when you make the playoffs, which they have to make the playoffs first, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Trade deadline, that's what you're doing. You're trying to make the playoffs. You're hoping the Astros aren't. If the Astros continue to be the Astros that they are this year, there's going to be a shot. Mm-hmm. They haven't They haven't shown so much this year that you're like, they're going to completely run away with it. Now mm-hmm. they get Michael Brantley back. They get some pitching healthy. Maybe yeah, they'll start too big again. Yeah. Like Jose Abreu actually hits a ball past second base. <laughs> like, it's gonna all happen. That stuff opens up an opportunity for the Angels to be in the playoffs. Right. And no better example than the Philadelphia Phillies last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Making the playoffs. Okay. So how do you build your team to make the playoffs from July 31st or whatever arbitrary date they make the trade deadline this year? They go in and they say, okay. We get it. Logan Ohapi, I absolutely love Logan Ohapi. He is going to be a cornerstone catcher until they give him an unnecessary extension at some point in his career. (laughs) He is a solid catcher. You don't have a playoff catcher right now. Mm. Travis Darno will be sick of getting DH spots and, you know, catching three days a week in Atlanta. Atlanta will try to upgrade. So you fill that position. Now you mm. fill a couple other positions. Obviously, you know, Araldis Chapman's going to be available for very little from Kansas City. You're not going to pay that much for a guy that's now hitting 103, 104 again, and he's going to anchor into that bullpen. If somebody steps up and is the closer, great. No right. problem. Chapman's Chapman, you know, he made his bed. He's on a one-year deal. He's going to go pitch where a team needs him to. So now you pick up two guys that are playoff elite caliber players and you have two primary positions and let's say Neto continues to do well, now you are solid up the middle with Darno, Neto. And if you get Tim Anderson, they're going <laughs> to throw in they're going to throw in Tim Anderson who played what position in the WBC because he wanted to win. Second base. Yep. <laughs> Not saying he can't play short and Neto can't play second. Like he's a rookie still. Like now you got solid up the middle. Plus you have a number one starter in the guy that's already there and another elite bat in Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have you have an opportunity. Now you brought up Patrick Sandoval. Patrick Sandoval can come in 
and give you, he would be an opener candidate for me. Mm. Because if you now have somebody that can open for him, that's a righty, the team stacks the lineup with some lefties. He has been dominant against lefties. Yeah. That slider is is dominant. Now he goes five through nine in the order. Then he goes one time through the heart of the order, five through nine again. Boom, he's out of the game. And now you run through sitting sitting snoop a loop into a good area in the lineup. Don't it's, say it. <laughs> it's it's all about it's all about how you use these guys. Patrick Sandoval was brought up in the WBC like, oh, he's so great. He is so great. You got to use him right. And I think Phil mm. Nevin is a guy that can. He knows what's going on. He's been around the game for a long time. The mm. pieces are there. Ownership needs to go all in. If you trade Otani, I think that might be one of the most epic moves Artie Moreno has ever done. If he, but they should have done it last year. If they, but, hey, if they were we going to do it, you're not like if. Let's say things right now they're in a good spot, right? They, they've had a nice week. If things don't go well by the time we get to the trade deadline, like let's say they're six, seven games out of a playoff spot. Yes, you should trade Otani. But I mean, for me, I was freaking out last year. I'm mm. like, that was the time to do it and get the Juan Soto plus haul that the Washington Nationals got that will pay off for them because they got so many high level prospects. At least some of them are going to work out. So for me, yeah, I'm with you, Kratzy. I mean, if you're in a good spot, then go for it. Here's the biggest problem for the Angels this year compared to prior years. The American League is, and it's been good. It's so good, and it's got more depth to it, though. It's mm-hmm. not just the powerhouses. Yeah. Yeah. At least we, we haven't been big believers in Boston. I mean, they shut down their offense just now. Their offense has been pretty good. It's a little top-heavy. But the rest of the division, I mean, the Yankees are going to be fine. The Blue Jays are going to be fine in my mind. They're going through their struggles right now. It's a long season. The sure. Orioles are playing better than I expected, which is that's going to be a huge problem for the Angels if they're fighting for a wild card spot. Right. So you're deal- and obviously the Rays. So just on that side alone, the Central is the AL Central is a joke. It's absolutely terrible. Obviously, only one team's coming out of there. Fine, but the AL East alone is going to be the problem. The AL West is good. Yeah. yeah. The, problem. <laughs> the Rangers are good. They haven't been good for a long time. Yeah. The A's are obviously a dumpster fire. We get that. But the rest of the division's good, and I, I'm a big Mariners guy too. They're not playing great, but they they have good pitching. They have a great farm system. In my mind, there's upper echelon starters, and there's underperforming offensive players, which is scary for them. Julio Rodriguez has done almost nothing so far this year. I, if I'm an Angels fan, I'm like, crap, that's a huge problem. Mm. Hey, Oscar Hernandez gets on streaky runs. Ty France has not done a ton yet, so – that's a problem. I'm just saying you're looking at the division and the Astros in my mind are, are definitely still at least a playoff team, if not the team to beat in the division. So that's what yeah. I'd be worried. But Kratzy, you, you might've struck a chord because you said Chapman and angels fans might go after you again. I'm going to say certain angels fans on Twitter might go after you and say, what Matt Moore, Carlos Estevez. We don't need a loser. <laughs> we want someone else. Like guys, you have to understand. It's a good voice. <laughs> right? And then every time Estevez picks up a save, boom, roasted. See, he's good. We don't need Chapman. Like, again, you guys, some of these people need to direct their anger in the right direction and also know that playoff teams just add. And they even add. Yes. Because when we get to the trade deadline, we've seen this for years, you can't always get exactly what you want. Like, we are talking about certain players that everyone is going to want. And that's the problem. There's not a lot of starting pitching in my mind that's going to be available. Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching well now. And he's pitching better than he's ever been. I don't necessarily trust him to win a game seven for me in the playoffs. And everyone is going to want him. And prospect-wise, 
that's why, again, I'm looking at, let's go back to Tim Anderson. If he's a guy that's, that's playing just okay and the White Sox want to dump salary and you want to take a player like that to also be able to be involved in a trade with Giolito, Graveman, maybe Liam Hendricks, whatever, that's the kind of team you're targeting. And I know they're playing them coming up. So that's, yeah. where, that's where we're trying to like gain all of this positive energy towards Angels fans that, that have been hurt for a decade. Yeah, and, and, and I'll say this before you guys jump in again. All of this, all that we're talking about, because I work with Scotty every single day, he cares, and it's part of why we'll get into you know starting the show. He cares about the game hmm. and trying to get it better. And for the Angels to have wasted Shohei and Trout, Trout's on Trout's on this chest protector here. When I played with him <laughs> at nineteen, nice this jersey. We played together when I was nine, when he was nineteen. Like mm. I saw him when he was a baby, like a really big baby. <laughs> like I mean, he, baby. I mean, he was just jacked. But anyway, and now to see him in twenty twenty three, I played. We played with together in two thousand ten, and thirteen years later, I am the only team to have beaten him in the playoffs when I played for the Royals. Yeah, broke our it, hearts. It's that's. <laughs> It's terrible. It is yeah. terrible. And mm. Scotty truly, 100%, wants the best for the Angels. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Rocket Money. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about. And chances are you're one of the 80%, like the Stars app that you wanted to watch that one show but you didn't, or the free gaming trial that you actually forgot about. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. Just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all of your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so that you can easily track your budget in real time and get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money and they're saving an average of $720 a year. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB to get started. Once again, that's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. And we're talking with Scott Braun of Foul Territory. You guys know him from MLB Network and doing your play-by-play -play for your favorite teams. And then, of course, you have M MLB big leaguer Eric Kratz, an 11-year MLB career catcher. He was part of the 2014 Royals team who broke our hearts and swept us. And, uh, <laughs> hey, I didn't realize this, that you were you were with the Bees in 2016, with the Angels for a short time. How about that? Super quick. Oh, Epler brought me in and uh, traded me to the Pirates. But yeah, I was, a B. I was a B for a, for a hot second. Uh, I love and then, it. And then a, 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 a hero in game three of the 2018 NLDS as a, as a Brewer versus the Rockies. You had that big three hit game. Fantastic. But you, you hit on something that I think it would be remiss if Mike and I, I don't know, kind of didn't set the stage for Angel fans. Like we're... We're in this weird spot between we like what Perry Manassian has done. Like he went out and addressed pitching, pitching, pitching. Like you guys want pitching, we're, we're drafting all pitchers. And he did that in 2021. And then uh, we see, you know, first pick of the draft last year, Zach Neto come up. And, and not, that he's, not that he's the next Mike Trout, but man, we've been starved for guys who come up from the minors that we're excited about. And, right. and you know, we've had a few like – 
like Jared Walsh. I don't think anybody knew who Jared Walsh was when he first came up. Then he has that incredible 2021 season. You know, there are people excited about Fletcher, but nobody's really like jumped out to us in the way that one Logan O'Hoppy has. That was a, a trade that we were, you know, devastated to lose Marsh. But then it's a trade that works out for both teams because they're like, you know what? O'Hoppy's a stud. I know he's hurt right now. Uh, and then even Mickey Moniak, who we got for a half a season of Noah Syndergaard, um, and, and then seeing Zach Neto. So we're in this weird place where it's like, we like what Perry Manassian's doing, but he has to work within the realm of Artie Marino's strings. You know what I'm saying? Like these self-imposed, these self-imposed restrictions that Artie puts on the team in terms of not going above the luxury tax or, uh, you know, not signing the guys that we'd like to see or going after pitching like we talked about earlier. Uh, so having said that, Mike and I feel like, you know, we represent this fan base pretty well. Is there is there something that you'd like to know from us just so you maybe that'll help you understand the that they don't get in better. trouble again is that <laughs> yes yes how can we how can we protect you <laughs> oh I, I feel like i understand i just i feel like maybe maybe fa some fans are just sick of the therapy and the complaining so they want more positivity mm. and that's fine but that's not what we're going to do on yeah, our sure, show. Sure. we're not going to do the pitch by pitch so i mean for me a couple things one i noticed that you called it a luxury tax, but I know that in Anaheim they call it a, a hard salary mm. cap. Yes, oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Tax. yeah, yeah, it's a hard salary cap, and you have to deal with some of the BS that Artie will do on his own and cut deals, and then you still have to deal with that hard cap that's not a hard cap right. for a team that's in the number two market in the country that right. makes half makes surplus money on Shohei Otani alone based on marketing money. So mm -hmm. just think about how much cash that is flowing in for the franchise. And I'm not saying just buying everything is the answer, but you could. You could buy a lot more if you're him. Here, I, here's here's one of my first questions for you guys that bothered me a ton. Garrett Cole's free agency. Because mm -hmm. we all know this team would have loved to have Garrett Cole, right? Yeah. Am, am, I, am I safe to say that? Yes. <laughs> what are you talking team? about? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's a safe space. And I yes. Know, yeah. I know Rendon. We're all friends here. Yes. For people, okay. And, and he doesn't have the pop right now and he can't stay on the field. And he said in the past, he's not a huge baseball fan. Um, defense doesn't look good, etc. cetera. Right. right. Yeah. Most fans are, are pretty upset about what went down there. Yes. Totally. Yes. The Garrett Cole sweepstakes on their end was BS because for Garrett to go out and say, yeah, I, I grew up Yanks fan. I was, I want to go to the Yanks. That's my choice. That's, that's cool. I understand that he's into that, but if the angels offered him 20, 30 mil more or whatever it was, he probably would have gone there. If mm, I, yeah. guess. you know, I'm not yeah. Garrett's best friend. I've been around him plenty, but I think he would have also had an absolute time pitching in that area, which he loves pitching with teammates, like those legendary players we've been talking about. Here's the problem. And this is what some teams will do. They'll float out that like, oh, we finished in second or we were really in the running. Forget him picking destinations. You didn't offer as much money as the Yankees. Yeah. You. And yeah. you have to offer more money than the Yankees. And you didn't. So for me, that's a thing that really bothers me. Maybe you can tell me a little bit more about that time period for Angels fans, because that was another turning point in the franchise, of course, where you really didn't go all out 
for that player. You faked like you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what has happened in Angel history is that if they don't go and get the guy that we actually need, then they're just going to go and get somebody else that looks like the guy that we need, but we don't need him. And that's how we got Anthony Rendon. And and John and I love Anthony Rendon. We're fans of Rendon. And I feel like if he was healthy, he could be our Adrian Beltre. He could be that guy that could kind of anchor the infield. But when it comes to actually signing guys, there's always been this, well, we didn't get him, but let's Let's sign a big let's sign a big free agent guy. Yes. And so that way everybody exactly. And it feels like we're <laughs> we're going bargain shopping, right? And and that's been the the biggest frustration of Angel fans when Artie said he was going to sell. I think it was some of the highest watched and listened episodes we've oh, ever yeah. done on Locked Absolutely. on Angels. Because we were talking about how excited we were and fans were talking about how excited they were. And then the other largest listened and viewed episodes were the ones where we had to say Never mind, because <laughs> Artie's not going anywhere, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. so there's been this there's been this frustration. I'd like actually your thoughts, Eric, on being a former player. Two two questions. One, what what's it like to be a player and play for an owner like Artie? And and then two, do players feel the pressure of having like a Shohei and a Trout and needing to get them to the playoffs or? Are they just trying to do their job and earn their money and and play the game? I think they're trying to I think they're trying to play the game, earn their money, that kind of thing. But I, I think ha- that this is the part that kind of perplexes me about how the Angels haven't made it farther or even closer to being better than mm-hmm. they have been. Is because when you have a guy like Shohei and Trout on the same team there is a weight lifted off of you as a completely average player Mm. like myself, because that's what the teams are built with. Like no longer are we building, you know, the 2009 Yankees. Like it's just not, they're not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, if you're on the angels and you have Anthony Rendon coming in too, so you have three guys. No, to me, it's the opposite as a role player. I'm sitting there going, (laughs) This is great. Like, <laughs> pitchers are pitchers are going to like completely relax. That's how I I think I had thirty one career home runs, and I think probably twenty nine of them the pitcher was like, huh, at least I don't have to face the other guys in the lineup, and they threw to me. It's so showed them. It's funny, but it's so true. Like mm. yeah, you have you don't need to have six other guys in the lineup that are as good as Anthony Rendon. You don't need Neto to be the guy who carries you. There's nights that he does. Mm-hmm. You have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in your lineup for seven straight years. You should be winning way more games because of the guys you put around them. Then they put Rendon around them. Holy crap. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's no, it's no different than when they signed Pujols and they had Pujols and – Trout right next to each other. Yeah. One guy could hit the high fastball. One guy could hit the low fastball. And you're like, that's really hard to do for pitchers to be able to, you know, hit the different areas. So, like, you have guys that are taking that pressure off of guys who can't handle the pressure. Mm-hmm. And then, like, to me, you you have to foster that environment where guys are going to come in and need to stay hungry. But also, like, hey, just like stay out of the way. Like, don't <laughs> scratch, don't scratch our nice vehicles, Trout and, and Otani. 
stay out of the way and just play the game that we brought you in to play. Yeah. And not feel like, I don't feel like there's, there shouldn't be more pressure. Hunter Renfro should not have more pressure. Sure. Mm. He is an elite defensive outfielder that now has, I think I saw a negative defensive run saved since he's been over at the at the Angels. Hmm. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but like he's a perfect piece to fit in. They got to add the pieces that don't that don't quite fit. And I yeah. think he's a great piece that fits. Well, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. John, this conversation is going to continue in part two tomorrow. So you can join us on Lockdown Angels. We're excited to talk with Scott Braun and Eric Kratz. It's, it's a great conversation and they have some really good nuggets to share with us. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Yeah, we really hope that you enjoyed today's conversation and we continue it on a special Saturday edition of Locked on Angels. So if you want to, you know, run downstairs, pour yourself a bowl of cereal, turn on some cartoons and then join us <laughs> here on Locked on Angels, you can do that on Saturday. So that will be available for you on tomorrow's show. Just look for it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And if you have any comments or feedback, be sure you comment below on YouTube and get at us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Until the next episode for part two with Eric Kratz and Scott Braun of Foul Territory. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. Check out part two of the interview Saturday here on Locked On Angels. Yeah.